Hey, my name is Elisa Kay, and I'm here to teach you how to rise above the noise and say yes to owning an unforgettable, impact-making business. On this podcast, you'll learn how to harness the power of your unique story and use magnetic marketing tools so that you can confidently own your place in your industry. Get ready to transform your marketing to reach more people and finally feel authentically you online. It's time to grow your business with purpose. This is the Own Your Message podcast. Welcome one, welcome all back to the Modern Coach podcast. So this week is a really great topic because one of the things that I spend 99.9% of my time talking about is definitely content, aka how to create it, how to make it irresistible, how to write it, how to plan it. And it seems like, you know, most entrepreneurs, most coaches specifically really struggle with how do I create something in a quick and easy way? How do I get out of the overwhelm and out of the, what I call the blank page blues? And I'm going to be sharing with you my essential, my process and framework for that. And, you know, over the last week, uh, we actually went to Rome with my partner. It was an anniversary. And it was really, really fascinating to look at, you know, the streets of Rome and look at how many people are taking photos, taking videos making you know like using just using their phones around us and I remember going to Rome when I was a little bit younger and you know social media wasn't necessarily as much of a quote-unquote thing and like the stark contrast of of the experience between going somewhere in like pre-social media dense days and going somewhere with everyone being on their phone with you know us having to consciously make an effort to put away our phones and actually talk to each other. Like that seems really, really silly, but I feel like how many of us, you know, are at a dinner table and we see, you know, another couple in front of us or another family in front of us and everyone's like texting or doing something. Yet when we talk, when I talk to entrepreneurs at least, a lot of the time we're like, I just can't create content. But the truth is, is that we have so much content on our phones. We have thousands of images that we take. We save shit all the time. We are, you know, religious in the in the text that we send. All of that, in my opinion, is content. All of that is valid. All of that is something that you can use again and again and again. And I think sometimes we forget that it doesn't have to be like this fresh and shiny thing. You can go back and reuse some of the old stuff that you created. And, you know, going to Rome and looking at the beautiful architecture, looking at the beautiful, you know, history of the of the city and, and like feeling the vibes of just travel again after so long of not being able to go anywhere, you know, was so freeing and so such a creative like surge for me that I actually decided to take a few days off social media and I didn't post anything, didn't record anything. I didn't even write any content. Like usually if, it, if I'm not actively posting, I'm still writing stuff in the background whether it's for, you know, an upcoming thing that we're doing or for my own content bank or for something else, I'm forever like actually creating. And I think that that's, that's a muscle that you develop over time. It's not something that you wake up with. It's definitely something that I've like inbuilt into my routine, but I consciously took a break from creating because I wanted to give myself the space to just pay more attention to the things around me to pay more attention to like the ideation of content. And I think the first thing that I want everyone to do 
is start to pay more and more attention to your consumption, to your routines, to the things that you are, you know, things that you're listening to, the things that you're consuming every single day. And start to think about what are the specifics that I enjoy? Am I binge watching Instagram stories? Am I spending hours and hours on TikTok? Am I in Facebook group? Am I like, what's my consumption cycle like? Because I think part of the secret to creating great content is actually paying attention to what makes you enjoy content, what makes you like the things that you like, and what makes you pay attention to people. Because hear me out here, you are usually a reflection of your ideal client on some level, right? It doesn't necessarily, you're not your ideal client. I'll, I'll make that like very, very much abundantly clear. But you are a reflection, you're a mirror for the people that you are attracting. And therefore, your content consumption, right, is probably quite similar to, to the people that you attract. At least that's what I found in my line of work, that usually my clients are, at least in part, an, an, a reflection or a mirror of me. So if I'm looking at my own consumption habits and I start to pay attention to what are the things that I enjoy? Is it more like lifestyle based? Am I really into the techie stuff? That's one aspect of it. And then paying attention to your clients right now or the people that you want to attract. Do you have any idea as to what type of content they enjoy? Because like I see a lot of people batch stuff or like have a quote unquote content bank for three weeks in advance, three months in advance, a year in advance, or, you know, those 365, you know, calendars that people download all the time. And I have a question, like, does that actually convert? If you are not necessarily paying attention to what are the people engaging with, and you don't have an inbuilt feedback mechanism with your content so that it's a live growing thing, and you're just batching stuff and scheduling it and running. Like that does not make sexy content. That does not make uh, conversations in your business. That does not create the, um, like the glue to glue you to people, right? And and ultimately, we as coaches, we want to facilitate those transformations. We want to make people think differently. Your content should do a similar thing. So. When I started ideating on this episode and really thinking about how do I want to talk to you guys about content and, and what is it that you need to hear today? Well, the first thing is, are you paying attention to what you enjoy? And do you know what your clients enjoy? Like I will ask people, where do you spend the most of your time? Is it Facebook? Is it TikTok? Is it Instagram? Is it a different platform that I've never heard of? Where are the channels that you enjoy spending time on? And then, you know, adding more and more to that. As in, you know, when when the Clubhouse, which obviously is not really a platform anymore, uh, when when Clubhouse came about, I got curious and I was like, you know, I, I sort of frequented a few rooms and I was paying more and more attention. Eventually, when that faded, you know, I figured out that my ideal clients weren't really on there. But it, it's always it's always good to explore different different platforms and different areas of expertise and, and figure out like, are my clients on there? Do I want to talk? Do I like the community that's being built on there? And, you know, am I at the forefront of that and making that decision? Because I think that in order to create great content, you also have to not only pay attention to what you enjoy, what your clients enjoy, but also look at the next thing. Look at the evolution 
of where this content is going to live. And this is more of like a up in the sky, 10,000 foot view conversation for sure. I will, I promise we'll get into like the minute actual steps. But for me, looking at creating sexy content, I always start with, well, where is this going? <laughs> like, what's the purpose of this thing? And what am I trying to achieve? What am I trying to achieve with this piece of content? What's the, what's the point? And the way that we figure out said point is 99.99999% of the time, for me, starts with an offer. What am I selling? What am I driving people to? What is the offer that is going to drive this piece of content? Because there is nothing worse than just creating content for the sake of content. I don't want to just see an engagement post from you. I don't want to just see a thought that you had, right? Unless it's, 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 you know, within the ecosystem of the content that you've created. I don't want to see just random bits and pieces. And I'd rather, honestly, that you like spend a day or two figuring that out than just sending filler content to your people. Because ultimately, if you don't know what you're selling, then you don't have a purpose for your content. And if you don't have a purpose for your content, you're building an audience of people who are purposefulless. <laughs> like they don't have an, a purpose. And I see a lot of people who have really big email lists or really big followings or really like a lot of followers on Instagram or TikTok or even sometimes in a Facebook group. And they've just sort of built this community around an idea or around a topic and then started thinking about how do I monetize that? Well, yeah, there are ways of monetizing every single audience, don't get me wrong, but an easier way to start building an audience is to actually know what you're selling. Like, what's the offer that I'm drawing people to? Um, and I know that people will say like, you have to do a bunch of, you know, research and do these interviews, yada, yada, yada. I really think that you are the offer. Like, you know what your offer is. You know better than your client what they need, in, in, in my humble opinion. So you know what you need to sell them. <laughs> like, you know what they need, what the solution is. Like, the marketing of the, of the solution is a completely different conversation. But the solution, like, the offer that you have, only you know what's best for your audience. Only you know what was best for your clients. So let's stop pretending that you don't know and pick something to sell. Even if it's in the interim, even if it's going to, you know, only be for the next three weeks, pick something to sell and then focus on that. Because the biggest killer of content is, is purposefulness content. It's content that just is like blah, doesn't mean anything, isn't, isn't designed for anything. So number one, make it offer focused. Number two, tweak it for the platform. If we're recording a YouTube video, that is a vastly different piece of content than an Instagram live. If we're recording, let's say, a Facebook Live, is that crossover with Instagram? Sure, there is, but there's a slightly different audience on Facebook. So we want to be very specific and very clear as to what is my main platform? What's the party hub that I'm creating? And where am I hosting my people? Where are they going to hang out? And make sure that the, the content is actually fit for purpose. So... Is it cool to repurpose content? For sure. Like we want to make our process easier. But does that mean that we set, we put the exact same content on our Facebook page and the same content in our Facebook group and the same content on Instagram? No, it should be, you know, different platforms, one message, but the content should be tweaked for each platform that you're posting on. I wholeheartedly believe that if you're pre-six figures, you need to just focus on one platform, one offer, one platform. Because if you're trying to be in too many places at once, you're not actually building anything. Your attention is split, your energy is split, and therefore your results are split. 
I'd much rather that you focus on building one hub and then essentially converting those people in different places, adding a team member or two, you know, scaling your content that way than trying to be in too many places at once. Pick a platform and stick to it. At least up until the six-figure mark, I would say that most people should not be in, in two places at once. Um, okay, so number one, offer focus. Number two, tweaked for the platform. Number three, your content needs to be conversational. So how are you encouraging conversations with the content that you're creating? In fact, you can even do this on our podcast. So please, if you're watching this, watching this, if you're listening to this episode, can you screenshot it and tag me in the screenshot? And anyone who tags me in this specific episode, I'll give you something cool. I don't know what I'm going to give you, but I'll give you something, something extra for it is my birthday month. So screenshot it. And let's start a conversation. What have I just done that? Well, number one, I've encouraged you to share the, 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 the podcast episode. So win-win, right? Because you get something in return. You, you share this, this platform with the people that follow you. And three, I've started a conversation with you. So this is a genuine, real thing. I do want you to actually share this episode, right? <laughs> let's actually genuinely like put this into practice. And all content should be conversational. It should lead to a, a conversation with you. So if you're posting stuff and it doesn't have a question in it, or it doesn't have a room for discussion, or is just a thought or a poem, or just like a shitty quote reshare, please don't share quotes with no context, for the love of God. <laughs> that's like one of my biggest content pet peeves. Maybe that's like a different episode, content pet, pet peeves. Let me know, let me know in, um, in my Instagram DMs if you want to see or hear a content pet peeves episode. I'm at Elisa K Coaching. Anyway, back to the show, right? Little little mini commercial in between in between the uh, the points. But what I would say to you is that, like, if you're not creating your conversations with people, you're not giving them a call to action to actually talk to you, to actually start conversing with you, to actually engage with you. Is it any wonder that your content is not having any? you know, traction or any feedback. I see a lot of people build up Facebook groups specifically where they're just resharing content that isn't original. And then they're like, well, I've collated all of these people in one place, but none of them are doing anything. And I'm like, okay, well, have you actually started a conversation? Like, what was the last time you actually talked to these people? Sharing other people's content is just what, but one way to, to start those conversations if you're actually talking about the content that you're sharing. Like, what's the purpose of you resharing? Uh, what's the purpose of you posting the post? What's the purpose of your video? Is it conversational? Are you giving people a call to action at the end of your life? Are you giving them, you know, a specific a specific um, word or phrase to comment? Are you asking them questions as you're talking? Like the, the content that you create needs to be open-ended. It needs to be conversational. So to recap, Number one, it needs to be offer focused. Number two, it needs to be tweaked to the platform that you're on. Number three, it needs to be conversational. And number four, it needs you need to have a plan, right? So it's not enough to just know, okay, well, I'm selling, you know, transformational coaching. And that's all I'm going to talk about is transformational content. Um, that's a great starting point. But do you actually have a plan for what happens in your business and when? Do you have you know, a plan that you can open and that will start to jog your memory, that will start to essentially create, you know, will start to create the sparks for you to actually write the content. 
do you have an outline for what what's the content that comes out today, tomorrow, next week, next month? So in my business, what we do is we have um, a 90 day content plan that essentially operates based on based on the, the the thing that I just shared with you, right? The little framework. I was, I was trying to make an acronym as a side note. I tried to make an acronym out of this and it literally sat here for an hour thinking like, how do I make this into like a sexy acronym? And it just nothing came to me. <laughs> so <laughs> if you have the acronym, it's like, oh, it's <laughs> like that. that's the current acronym for the system. But, but genuinely, we do have like a 90 day planning uh, it's called a content planning party. It's what I called it because I found that planning content was just really boring and long and I really didn't want to do it. So my guiding question for myself is always, how can I make this fun for myself? And I wanted to have a content planning party and I invited, the first time I did it, I invited a bunch of my you know, VIP clients to plan some content with me. The next time I did it, we like upgraded it to a spreadsheet. The next time I did it, we added like some more like writing content. And then the next time I did it, it was very much like a very, a very group vibey experience where we had like breakout rooms and it was really fun. So I called this thing the content planning party because I realized that it's not enough to just know what you're selling and know like that it needs to be conversational and it needs to drive people somewhere. I actually find it much easier when I have a plan in place that shows me, okay, I open up my plan and then I see, oh, today I need to talk about this thing or today I need to create a credibility post or to tomorrow I need to do this thing or the day after I need to do this thing. So I always find it, you know, a lot easier, quote unquote, to create said content in less than an hour because I know what I'm talking about. And, you know, the content planning party itself is a 90 minute process. The workshop itself is 90 minutes where we map out your topics and we map out what are the specific like umbrella things that you talk about. And then you have the spreadsheet that is auto-filled for you. You open it, you change the dates, it's there. It's like magical, fucking sexy, it's amazing. And I find that like, that's obviously the next level plan. If you want to join us for the next one, we're, we're doing one at the end of this month. Super, I'll link it in the bio or in the like description, whatever, show notes. Um, see, it's like a Freudian slip. I'm so used to creating content for Facebook that I'm like, I link it in my bio, I link it in the comments. But obviously, a podcast is a different type of platform. So I'll link the content planning party in the in the show notes so that you can join it if you want to. But even if it's just like a plan for the week of your, you know what needs to happen. You know that, you know, on Mondays we talk about this, on Tuesdays we talk about this, on Wednesday we do a live show, on Thursday we whatever, do an engagement situation, on Friday we do something else. Even if it's just as vague as that, it's better than nothing. I always think that, like, we want to set those parameters and those boundaries, even with our content that we're creating, because it can get really overwhelming really, really fast. And the reason I created the content planning party was because I didn't want to be overwhelmed and I wanted to have a system that I could rely on that could map it all out, um, and that could just show me what I need to actually show up and talk about. The other thing that I would say to you about specifically creating great content in less than an hour, it's knowing, right, the topic that you want to talk about and actually making time to create the content. If you're not in the habit of creating content and you're expecting to miraculously find two days to batch it all, like, who are we kidding? <laughs> Isn't it easier to book an hour out of your day or 30 minutes out of your day to create a piece of content for the day, be topical, post it on social media, engage with the people, 
than to mythologically think about perhaps someday finding two days in your calendar where you could potentially maybe batch it all. Like, that just doesn't make sense to me. Where most of us are busy, most of us are coaching and we're trying to, you know, create products and programs and we're trying to uplevel our skills. So instead of kidding ourselves with this mythological free space time, you know, and energy to wake up with and have a completely clear schedule to batch all the things. And hey, if that's how you want to create, then kudos to you. Like, take take the batching baton and go forth. But I just knew that most of my clients are not like that. And most of my clients come to me because they're kidding themselves. And they're telling themselves, if only I could just find a day to batch this all, it would be great. But the reality is, is that the content creation muscle for something that is actually going to be seasoning and something that is going to be not overthought, not stuck in perfectionism, not, you know, literally taking up, like, decaying space in your Trello board is something that is created when you have a thought. Like when I have a thought, or when I wanna create something, I will stop and make a note of it, or I will sit down and write the post, or I will just post it immediately. I'm not gonna sit there and overthink an idea for months and months and months, and then hope that someday I'll post the content that I bashed a year ago. Like, I, can we get out of this perfectionistic, diseased way of looking at content and get into, okay, well, my content on social media is going to have a shelf life of about an hour, maybe two, if I'm lucky, depending on the times and the people are in. And instead of me hoarding this content, like a you know, goblin who is short of gold, I'm going to just dish out the gold. I'm going to just trial it. I'm going to see what lands. Like the content that I think is going to work the best usually isn't the content that works the best. <laughs> like the content that I think is going to convert really, really well whether it's the title or the thing or like it's profound it's like a fucking secret to success people don't give a shit the content that is like I posted something about Grey's Anatomy a few like months ago and it like blew up and I was like oh my god how is it the, like, the Grey's Anatomy post that's blowing up versus the post that literally gives people the blueprint for success like what is that about but isn't that the truth that you don't know what's going to blow up you don't know what's going to be the thing that sparks your client's interest. Like you don't know what's going to be the thing that inspires the next person to reach out to you. So instead of hiding and instead of, you know, starting with a blank slate every single day, can we get a plan in place so that it becomes easier for you to sit down and you have a time block in your calendar to actually create said content versus hoping for the best and wishing for the best. So, you know, for me, the number one thing that helps me create content in less than an hour is not only my Galaxy content system, C episode, whatever it is, the first, one of the first 10 that I recorded. That's number one. But number two, it really is having a plan. And instead of just winging it every day and you know hoping that the inspirational muse comes down and graces me with her presence, I sit down and I have an, at least a, a prompt or something to think about instead of just starting from scratch or even worse, starting from pre-written content that wasn't written by me. Like whenever we use whatever, like those 365 day calendars or, you know, pre-written engagement, yada, 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 fill in the blanks for this or like AI, it just doesn't convert as well because people can feel your energetic signature. People can feel your intention and your, your own lack of magic in this pre-created content. 
Also, the pre-created content usually isn't made for your audience. It's usually made for the person's audience who pre-made the thing. So is it even is it even worth it posting that content? I don't know. I'm I'm sort of I'm shrugging in my in my seat over here because I really don't think so. I don't think that pre-written content for you, you know, in those templates that are 37 bucks, I don't think that's content that you want to be populating your your feed with. It's not you, it's not written for you, for your audience, for your offer. And only you know the things that your people need to hear. Only you know. And I think sometimes we just forget it. And sometimes we, you know, we we get stuck in the overthinking and, and the over complicating of the process. And I want you to stop doing that. I want you to start intentionally creating and get excited. Like, can we get excited about writing? Because ultimately, all your content is trying to do is talk to more humans, is talk to the people that are waiting for you to show up. So join the content planning party if you want to swipe my content planning system. I hope that you love this episode. Subscribe, review, do all those sexy things. And I will speak to you next week. Have an amazing weekend. stuck in a loop of cookie cutter content feeling like you can't find your voice or the confidence to show up authentically good news magnetic mavens is here to help you be unforgettable our membership will get you to break free from the monotony of copycat content and find your unique power story in this membership you'll create a consistent writing habit to stay ahead of your content creation and take back control of your plan without any of the overwhelm it's time to leave the bland and boring content behind and own your message with integrity and fun. Join the Magnetic Mavens today. Head to alisa-k.com forward slash magnetic to register right now.